At Alina Health, it's our mission to provide exceptional care, prevent illness, restore health, and provide comfort to all people in our community. Here's your host, Melanie Cole, with the WellCast. Medications are often a precarious and expensive route to manage chronic pain, but are often the first avenue people think of. With many alternative treatments, understanding your pain and what options are out there for you are the first steps to healing. My guest today is Dr. Matthew Monsine. He's a physician specializing in chronic pain management with the Courage Kenny Rehabilitation Institute. Welcome to the show, Dr. Monsine. So we hear about chronic pain. How do you assess someone's level of pain, and then to determine what's causing it? Well, that is a very difficult and challenging question, and, and, and part of the, uh, the difficulty in, in, in treating this condition, because we don't have any good way of assessing someone's pain other than asking them on a 1 to 10 scale what their pain level is. And so pain, by definition, is a very private and personal and subjective experience that's really only known to the person who's having that experience. And I believe that, you know, one of the things that I think is important, particularly for chronic pain, we're talking about pain that's lasted for six months or longer, is that frequently it's a very complex issue, and it's not just a matter of the physical injury, but it's the person's response and reaction to the injury And so there are multiple physical as well as psychological and social factors that ultimately can contribute to how that person experiences their pain. Well, that's true. And and some of us, as they say, have a higher, higher tolerance or a higher threshold for pain than others. But when you're in chronic pain, it's something that really, really affects every single day in your life. So people go right for the first thing, which would be maybe NSAIDs or something. What do you tell people when they say, what should I do for this pain? Well, again, with our patients or the the people that I tend to see, they've had pain issues for six months, one year, two years, five years, ten years, and many of them have tried various medications. The the sort of standard treatments for pain are medicines, uh, some sort of either manual um, uh, therapy, physical therapy, or chiropractic, uh, injection therapy, which has become very popular in the last uh, 10 to 20 years, or surgery. I mean, ultimately what we do is one of those um, approaches. And unfortunately, for many patients who have chronic long-term pain, they've tried all of those modalities and they still have significant pain issues. So our focus is really more of a rehabilitative model, and which is to say to patients, yes, you have chronic pain and you've tried all these things and none of them have really taken care of the problem. What can we do to try to help you get a better handle on living with this experience and hopefully making it not so um, overwhelming and depressing and uh, limiting in terms of the quality of your life. Okay, so before we get to some of those modalities that you use, what are some of the things you don't like people to do to manage their pain? Well, I think one of the, the, the critical issues, and I think we're going to talk a little bit more about that in another segment, is the use of chronic opiates or narcotic analgesics, which has become, as everybody knows in this country, a tremendous problem with uh, uh, with with misuse and abuse, and while there may well be some individuals where that is the, the, their best uh, option, for many patients that get started down that trail, they ultimately end up developing a, even if they don't become addicted in the sense that they're misusing or abusing or overusing narcotics, they still can become physically dependent, they become tolerant, there are oftentimes significant side effects. And opiates themselves can make people almost, they can make them hypersensitive to pain. So we try to minimize, at least in our practice, we try to minimize the use of the, those 
that, that class of medication. So that's the, the one thing that I we, we, we look at. The other issue that I think particularly people that have musculoskeletal pain is when they're given the message by their doctors that if it hurts, don't do it. I think that's a bad message to give patients because what happens is that the, if you have musculoskeletal pain in particular, if you avoid physical activities, you become more and more deconditioned, your muscles become weaker, and it can actually ultimately contribute to your, your condition. So that takes us right into what do you want people to know about exercise and chronic pain? Because as you said, people maybe, you know, think that they're not supposed to do that or don't exercise through the pain, but yet sometimes it can be a lifesaver in terms of pain. Well, again, it, 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 it can be, and it depends on, the, on what's causing the pain. So if somebody, for example, has a mechanical type of problem with their back, while exercise might be important, they, have, they may need to avoid certain types of bending and twisting, which is just going to aggravate their back. But exercise, number one, it helps to maintain, particularly if we're talking about back injuries, core back strength. There's a lot of emphasis on the importance of core, which has to do with your abdominal muscles and your paralumbar muscles, which provide the support for your spine. And if you're not exercising, those muscles tend to become weak. And if you have problems with degenerative disc disease, that's only going to tend to make your spine more unstable. There's also you know, good evidence that if you can help people get into an aerobic type of fitness program, you can get your own natural endorphins going, which are, you know, are, your, are natural painkillers. Uh, and it can be very effective in helping people manage and cope and deal with their long-term pain issues, particularly conditions like fibromyalgia and uh, myofascial pain. Exercise can be critical. What are some of the most successful alternative or complementary treatments you use, doctor? Well, I'm a big fan of, of yoga uh, myself, but I, uh, uh, but I think there's a misconception about uh, that sort of thing. Is that it doesn't mean you have to, people say, I can't do yoga, I'm too inflexible. Well, I've, I've been doing yoga for 40 years and I can still barely touch my ankles when I uh, bend forward. Uh, so it, it's not a question of, of of how flexible you are, but it's it's learning to listen to your body and incorporate stretching with breathing and and awareness. I think a lot of the exercises that could be helpful for people with chronic pain are more non traditional forms of exercise as well, like yoga, like Pilates, which is a uh, if you will, sort of a Western form of yoga, uh, Tai Chi. Um, because I think when people sort of think oh, I got to exercise and they try to push through things, it doesn't work. But by developing a sense of body awareness and learning how to listen to your body and work with it and not try to force through it, that people can make progress and benefit. So those are the sort of exercise modalities that we work with, as well as sort of traditional uh, aerobic types of things, bike riding, using uh, uh, walking, using elliptical can be very helpful. Uh, a lot of people can't obviously jog uh, for lots of reasons. Or why we... Uh, I think pool therapy can be incredibly beneficial for people. You know, we're fortunate that we have a, a warm therapeutic pool for patients to use, and it's a very nice modality. In just the last few minutes, Dr. Monsine, give your best advice to a person that is seeking help for chronic pain. They just can't deal with it anymore. What do you tell them every day? Well, the first thing I tell people is buyer beware, because I think patients that have chronic pain are... Um, become desperate, which is understandable. They just want somebody or something to make their pain go away. And so frequently, or not infrequently, patients will go through multiple invasive procedures, uh, 
including surgeries, and they're no better. So I think that it's important for patients to be able to step back, uh, look at their condition, um, try to look at what their options are, what, are, what options are available for them. Uh, again, my, my orientation is towards rehab, the use of mind-body therapies, cognitive behavior therapies, relaxation training. Um, there is a tremendous amount of medical data uh, that has been even recently published in the medical literature that supports a more holistic approach to trying to help people uh, manage and deal with chronic pain versus a uh, what I call a modality approach, which is going to someone, getting an injection going to a doc- another doctor, taking narcotic pain medication. That, in general, for chronic pain, is not particularly effective. Thank you so much, Dr. Monsine, for being with us today. Such important and great information. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. For more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.